Hey, Tara. Hey, Johnny. Oh, oh, dirty phone voice. No, that's not dirty phone voice. That's... <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Hollywood Caucus. It's Jonathan and Tara, your favorite Bickersons. And <laughs> <laughs> we had quite a week last week, didn't we? Hoy. What happened? Um, a mm. few things. Uh, Iowa, Iowa caucus fiasco, <laughs> the impeachment trial. Yay, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Can you believe Thank what you. a hero he turned out to be? Thank you. That Honestly, was, and his speech was beautiful. His speech was beautiful. But that happened. Uh, a few other things. I know you've got a little bug up your butt about. Well, no, I, I, I want to ask you. I'm, it's kind of a, a, I mean, it's, I just want to see if you know the answer. Okay. Okay. So what do Martin Luther King Jr., mm-hmm. Helen Keller, Rosa Parks, Muhammad Ali, Mother Teresa, Billy Graham, Neil Armstrong, Harvey Milk, Betty Ford. What do those people all have in common? Well, the Betty Ford threw me. They're all alcoholics. <laughs> they're. I wish you all could see. The they're look blind I'm people you. of color. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what, is the, what is the connection? They are all. Uh, they've all been bestowed the Presidential Medal of Freedom, as they should, because they're as all they should. They're remarkable all incredible people, people. and. The it, it, the award is for people who have made an especially meritorious contribution to the security or national interests of the United States, mm-hmm. world peace, cultural or other significant public or private endeavors. This award was just given to Rush Limbaugh. And I think that's the biggest fuck you in the world. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so, um, you know, when he pardoned Judge Arpaio mm-hmm. back in like month two of his presidency, a guy who put people in tents in the middle of a 110 degree, you know, heat in Arizona, this fucking criminal, Judge Arpaio, and he pardoned him off the bat. I knew all bets were off. This motherfucker is going to do whatever Look, the fuck he al- wants. Uh, there know? are always going to be with our presidents when they pardon someone. There's always going to be questionable things and someone's going to get up in arms. However, to give Rush Limbaugh, and I don't even think there are Republicans who, I mean, that's his audience, but I think there are Republicans who are questioning this choice. Well, he's a rabid human being, he's right? He's disgusting. I'm just going to... Can we play a little game where we read sure. some, some quotes from Mr. Limbaugh? Some lo- some quotes of love from uh-huh. Rush. Uh, let's see. Uh, th- <sighs> There's so many. Um, feminism was established so as to allow unattractive women easier access to the mainstream of society. Says a really unattractive dude. Well, it doesn't matter. He's right. a dude. Yeah. Um, let me put it this way. The NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips without <sighs> any weapons. There, I said it. So a fan of West Side Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is about Michael J. Fox. He is exaggerating the effects of the disease. He's moving all around and shaking, and it's purely an act. I remember this. This is really shameless of Michael J. Fox. Either he didn't take his medication or he's acting. Yeah. This is, the, this is what we've come to. This is the place that this man, I don't even want to say his name, uh, has brought our country to honor this piece of shit human being, not just in the White House, to do it 
in the well of, of the Congress in, in the middle of a, a address to the nation mm-hmm. to say this is a person who deserves our respect. This is who we're holding up to. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. And also, this is a beautiful one. I love this one. Socks is the White House cat, but did you know there's a White House dog? These were comments made while displaying a picture of 13-year-old Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. Yep. When a gay person turns his back on you, it's anything but an insult. It's an invitation. Ugh. Like any of us would ever fuck that bastard. Reading these makes me want to shower. I know. This man is disgusting, and I think, again, we need to hold ourselves, or hopefully our government needs to hold itself to a higher, choosing a a quality person. There are so many deserving people of this award. Sure. Um, Even Republicans, right? Yes! Like, give it to Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney's never going to get it now. But there's you're a perfect example. Like, someone like Mitt Romney, you know, can do what he did the first one to stand up and say, no, sir, what you did was wrong and illegal and all these things. Mm-hmm. Wish there were more like him, you know? I, I really, it's very the tragic. The courage that that man displayed yesterday yeah. was awe-inspiring. Yeah. I literally was like, I am so thankful to him for what he did. It was that it was the John McCain moment. Yep, with a thumbs down. With the thumbs down. And we need people to do that on both sides of the aisle. We we just, we have to have more people stand up and make a stand. And you know who's going to do that and does that all the time is our next guest, Peter Page. (laughs) He really does, he does it in his work, which Mm -hmm. is very exciting. You know, the things he writes and directs always have that taking a stand edge. And I'm so excited to have him. And I love that Peter started as an actor. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I can't wait for you guys to, I can't wait for us to talk to him. So when we come back, we'll talk to Peter Page. Yay. Yay. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Tara. Um, do you know about Swing Left? Uh, do I? Swing Left is a grassroots organization that gives people effective ways to make a difference in our election, no matter where they live. And they just recently launched a podcast. Do you know about that? A podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called How We Win. Oh. It's fabulous. You are on it, you silly girl. With you, I idiot. Know. Check out their podcast. They'll give you pointers on what to do to turn things around in our election 2020. How we win. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And they have incredible guests, not just us, but they have guests like Senator Chris Murphy and the former president of Planned Parenthood, Cecil Richards and Billy Eichner and so many people, so many cool people. So check them out. So get your weekly dose of hope. And subscribe now to Swing Left, How We Win, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Or just go to swingleft.org slash podcast. Hey, Tara. Hey, Johnny. What's going on, baby? I don't know. What's going on? I'm slightly scared of our next guest. He's, uh, we, we do game nights, and uh, if, if you give the wrong like, charade thing, he'll scream at you. <laughs> He's so fucking smart. It makes me crazy. I'm deeply attracted to our guest. I know um, you are. Especially after I just heard that because I am seriously kind of vicious during you're, games. Um, you're kind of vicious every time bitch, I see don't. you. Bitch, no, okay, right, no, All right, all no, right. No, no, no. Let's, let's leave some bitch room for our next guest who is a brilliant director, writer, actor, activist, Peter Page. Hi, guys. Hey, baby. 
I, 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 I love this sort of like bedroom pillow pillow talk vibe yeah. we have going here. It's going to last about too. three more seconds, though. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be yeah. the three best seconds of all of our lives. I feel like... Oh, my. I, 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 <laughs> let's test out our lives. Sorry. I feel like the world should be seeing that jacket. We are videotaping it, so maybe someday uh, they it, will. It should it see really the jacket, but it should not see the bed. Yeah, no, who yeah, makes yeah, this jacket? I'm asking for We're attaching our guests. <laughs> I think it's Anthony Murado. Super cute. I bought it in Paris. So, oh, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Whatever. I'm <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Okay, so in the summer. Oh my god. Oh, stop. <laughs> Congratulations on your third season of Good Trouble. Thank you very much. A show as you that. know I am a total fanboy of. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As I, I got this one into it. Okay, so I I literally did the oh, this is a millennial show. I'll watch the first episode on there and I was like, Oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Thank you. We we work really hard I'm at it. I'm 54 and I'm digging it. Thank you. It's not Look, it's just about human beings. They just happen to be in their early 20s most right. of them. It's about, you know, it's about how messy and hard life is. Like mm-hmm. uh, who can't relate to that? But you have that that mark you but you you're I can't. <laughs> how hard life is your no, life just that easy? Oh, good for you. Easy. But with yeah. the Fosters, which was a huge hit and and good trouble and now this movie that you have coming out Trouble with Harry. The thing about Harry. The, the trouble thing, with Harry is uh, the Hitchcock thriller. The thing about Harry drops on Valentine's Day. Uh, it drops February 15th, okay. actually, on Freeform and Oh my God, and, have and you Hulu. gotten one thing right yet? I just got <laughs> off a fucking plane. I'm doing great here. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were in the ook? Yeah, in the ook. So you kind of like- That's, are, that's the UK yeah, for yeah, anyone yeah. who didn't. You're kind of like the voice of the millennial in terms oh. of like the things people come to you to write, right? Uh, I do get yes, I do get asked to write a lot of young people. To be to be really clear, I don't want to. Uh, I um, co-wrote the pilot of Good Trouble, but I have not been in the writing room on that show. Right, but you I, created I, it. And co-created so, it yeah. and and um, and direct a bunch of them. Right. Um, but Joanna Johnson has has run the writers room okay. on that show, so I just want to give her you know due due credit. Sure, right. sure, she's great. So, yeah, she is. But talk about the movie because I, uh, I I would love to have been a kid and see a romantic movie about two guys. So. I'm. So proud of this movie, I can't even tell you. The movie's called The Thing About Harry. It is a classic kind of 90s aughts uh, rom-com about two boys in their early 20s. And it's, I'm just, they are um, incredible. They are so charming and so delightful. Um, uh, that's it's Jake Borelli from Grey's Anatomy is, is one of the boys. Um, this we found this newcomer who literally has never had a job on camera before. Right. Who to play the second lead? He's fantastic. Just has that thing. You're just like, oh, you're gonna be a giant star. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and he just was up to the challenge every day. Didn't get in his own way once. Just it's really kind of was an astonishing thing to witness. I knew Jake was gonna be great because I know Jake's right. a great actor. But seeing Nico was just like shocking. And then Britt Barron from Glow. Do you guys watch Glow? Oh, yeah. She plays Mark Maron's daughter yeah, yeah, on yeah. Glow. And she's she's brilliant in the movie. She plays this kind of, I think, very interesting version of a young woman who I don't think we've seen a lot on TV. She's um, she's straight but really wants to be queer. She really... Who doesn't, she, right? Well, she she just like... it's She's just um, too average for her own tastes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so she's really struggling with that and trying, kind of trying to create an identity around um, her most authentic self. And, mm-hmm. and it's just a really... She's really brilliant in it. And we cast this great actor out of um, Chicago, um, Jaffet Balaban, to to round out the foursome. I'm I'm even in the movie. There's a wait a minute. Say, there's I've, a foursome in the show. I, well, in some <laughs> That's ways, super exciting. Yeah. Queer folk um, flashback. I was just gonna say, and and you've 
taken a role away from an actor and <laughs> cast yourself. I, Good I, for I, you. I, I am a card-carrying member of the Screen Actors Guild <laughs> I know you of over 20 years. What is, so. what is your, did you have to audition for yourself? <laughs> no, but I did. It was uh, I did audition other actors for it, though. It was anxiety-producing, just the idea of like, oh, oh am I going to step it. back in that? It was. It was terrifying. So I when was the last time you had acted? I did a short film for a friend like seven years ago, but the last time I was meaningfully on camera was 12 years ago. Major Crimes? You, you uh, did a great role. Uh, the closer. Yes, a closer. The closer. It was the closer. Yeah. Oh my God, that was literally my that last job. Yeah, you played like a killer, right? I did. Yeah. I played like a kind of a sociopathic, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. serial killer from yeah. who was killing people from prison. That's a long time though for you not to be. Uh, and by the way, um, I so I walk. I do my first scene. I do my. We're doing my coverage. I do a few takes. Feels good. Everyone's like, "Yeah, you should check that." I walk over to the monitors for playback. They start it, and I literally went, "Oh my God, who is that?" <laughs> <laughs> the hell is happening? Because I was, the last time I was on camera, I was 38. I looked 30. I didn't have a line on my face. Oh, yeah. And I am now an old man. Like, it. I oh. am now, I, look, I'm not saying I'm hideous. I'm not saying it was tragic. I'm just, I was just shocked at seeing that my voice coming out of you're that not the, you're not the twink from from days of queer i no. am not okay. the you are twink. such a twink but yeah. i'm gonna say something and i don't know it's because i've gotten to be this age i look at people now you too not you and you want to fuck uh, <laughs> i do i do desperately <laughs> no but i look at people and i love how people are aging yeah. i think it is so fucking cool and i think people are sexier now that they're older well that's good thank god it's Thank a survival God. instinct. <laughs> it's a survival. <laughs> Otherwise, none of us would ever get laid again. Oh, right. <laughs> no, it's true. So true. You have to. Um, and it, look, it is true. I feel better in my skin. I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I certainly am happier with who I am as a human being than I was when I didn't, when I had no body fat and not a line on my face. So mm. it's a trade-off. But, um, but it was shocking. It was shocking. Sure. But that's not so. the first time you've directed yourself. No, it's not. I did. I directed I, the, my first feature. I started okay. in. And, so. Um, do you have, I know I'm getting off topic, I'll get there. No, Do you have not. somebody watching uh, Monitor and giving you notes? Or are you uh, just not, that good? Come on. I, I mean, yes, I have my, you know, I have my DP is watching, my uh, producers are usually there. On any day that I'm acting, I make sure my producers are there behind camera. Scripty is often right. really important in that, in that mm -hmm. thing. And I'm, I'm looking to them, they, you know, they all have taste, they all know when there's a good one. Yeah. And then I go and I watch it, and then I give myself notes. I'm like, oh, let me go again because I actually yeah. that moment is that moment's not there, you know. But you what you can't do is go back to the monitor every take. At no. least I can't on my schedule. Well, you so. would, you would also not only that, but it would pu pull you out as an actor. I would think. Yes. And yeah. You can. You're paranoid about. You have to really like. I had my moment about how I looked, and then I had to just like take that, like set it aside, right. and just be like, I will call my friends and talk about. I was that like, I'll, I'll deal with that in therapy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you you can't. No. It, you know, self consciousness. Is the enemy of, yep. of decent yeah. acting, and so, and I'm already a naturally a very self conscious human being. So I, it's it, that's one of the reasons, honestly, that I started writing and directing is that I was like, oh, I am ill suited for my chosen profession. Psychologically, I am. Why? Because I'm, uh, I'm too aware of everything going on, including my own mm. place in it. You know, it's funny. Be, I, someone said to me once. Why aren't why aren't you finding the camera? And I was like, uh, it should find me. I don't believe in being so aware of what's happening outside me. Right. I want to be lost, right? And so maybe that's bad. I don't know, but it's not bad. It's not bad. That's that's the way an actor thinks. It's like not, not my job. I don't mean to be to find me and, and, and I, photograph. I, me, I, I right? don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it's it's 
I think great actors are this, great directors are this. Yeah. And I was always fighting this instinct. He's I, making a big circle around his head. Oh, if you, oh <laughs> yeah. it's like, for their cameras here, so I keep thinking <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that people can see it. I'm making a big circle. Like, yeah, it's, it's, big, it's yeah. peripheral. It's the whole, yeah. it's the whole world. And so, uh, you know, as an actor, I was always having to kind of try to shut that down. I, I would feel this kind of onus, like, I know what the writer's intention for the scene is. Instead of playing the scene, I was playing the intention of the scene. Does that make sense? Like, the writer's Absolutely. intention of the scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would, you would, you would... Writers loved me as an actor because, especially in like readings and things like that, because I could so- I would solve problems. I'd be like, "Oh, well, here's what they mean for the scene, so it may not be on the page, but I can pl- I can make that work." Yada yada yada. Script analysis you could do, yep. but but I what I think the very best actors are the ones who are in it. They're in the moment. They're not concerned about anything except what the hell they want and what they're there to do. Yeah. And it creates this incredible. Um, dangerous mm-hmm. vibrant dynamic yeah. and um i had my moments i i'm i'm proud of a lot of the work that i did especially later in my career but um psychologically i just wasn't really built to be an actor and you don't really miss it i i miss some things mm-hmm. i don't miss the business of being an actor i you i don't miss going on auditions i don't miss the waiting for the phone to ring mm-hmm. i don't miss you must be an actor's wet dream though in a casting session because you know exactly what they're going through. Uh, I think I think actors enjoy both uh, auditioning for and and working. I auditioned for, for him. Oh, you oh you never went in on on, on the Fosters. Okay. <laughs> oh no, actually I did. I didn't get the role. Oh, you know why don't we go for a break right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's not time. No, oh, it's not. But. Segue a little into very politics. Cold in here. Can I talk to you in the kitchen <laughs> oh, for a second? By the way, Johnny didn't get his job either. So for the record, I didn't well, get he's it. A so, actor. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, he's a horrible human. Oh, he's a very it. he's that's a very it. fine actor. You've, you're getting you know what? If really I had a choice, I'd pick exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> if it's you were like, so sad. you could be a great welcome to Hollywood, everyone. Person, welcome to Hollywood. One of the best actors in the world. I'd be like, you know, there's enough good people. Oh yeah, that's our problem on the planet today. Your work. Pretty much on all the things I've seen has you tackle some big political or political slash social awareness issues, right? What comes first for you? You have you have something to tell, so you write it or you or you find a way to put it in. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's usually the other way, right? It's usually I ha- I want to say something about the world. Great. I, I, to me, you know, television is this incredibly powerful. Um, tool and so rarely is it used effectively Um, and I I was very lucky my first big job was Queer as Folk it was a soap opera it was just a messy relationship drama but it was about something and it um, reflected people who had kind of hitherto been hidden and uh, or, or on the very very periphery of kind of the stories we were telling in Hollywood and to this day, it means something to people. I still get stopped on a very regular basis with people. Like, I, I was in a hotel not, not too long ago, and somebody walked past me in the hallway, turned around, ran, and and bear-hugged me. Uh. Like, like I, it was almost scary. I was like, ah! And, they, and he was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just, ha- you don't understand what that show meant to me and what your character meant to me. And I think it's so much more than, than film, even. I think TV, oh, yeah. there's this weird... We're in your home. Yeah, you're in right. your underwear. That's you're scratching right. your ass. Your defenses are down. You, you are saw me scratching engaged. My ass? <laughs> this is awkward. But that, that I, I have a camera yeah. in your in your bedroom. Uh, <laughs> that show I feel like removed as a gay man the sense of shame that we feel around like it, uh, 
straight people sexualize on television and film their whole lives. We've grown up watching, you know, straight people fuck, kiss, the works, right? But when it comes to gays, even like as a gay man, having that moment of like, ooh, are they going to put that on camera? And I think that show ripped the Band-Aid off of that. And Absolutely. it became such, I mean, I used, Kyle and I used to travel to whatever and, and happened to be in a city th during a day where the show was airing and any queer club bar had hundreds of people that would watch it together. So it was a, it was a groundbreaking show. And it wasn't just, I mean, it was, it was straight people. It was the first time straight people exactly. had ever seen two men having, it was. Uh, tell them your reaction people, the first time she the, saw it. The first, the first time I saw it, literally, I think there was a bunch of us watching it and literally the first sex scene came on and I, I was like, oh my, <laughs> oh my, oh. <laughs> I'll be right back. Because I had. Friends call me and say, I didn't know gay guys could have sex face to face. What? Yeah. Friends. Friends. Real, like real people who real intimate friends. So it was friends. doggy style or nothing? Yeah. That's what they thought. Oh, how sad. I was like, I was like, you're, you're, the men in your life are not flexible enough. Yeah. They need to stretch. Yeah. Seriously. And also, <laughs> that, that, the, it, that's an intimacy thing with yes. that. Yeah. But that's also amazing and beautiful that the show, yeah. that, that at whatever age they were, they went, oh. Oh, I learned something. Well, learned something. Don't uh, we're you. we're gonna take a we're break. We're talking we're, about sex right we're now. We're gonna take a Viagra break right now. Wait, I just want to say, I just want to finish my thought really quickly about sure. this, and then yeah. and then we will Viagra break. Uh, it, it that was such a gift because I learned in that moment that television can be entertaining and fun and about something, and that became the path I set my career on very clearly. Amazing. So more more about that after the break. Yes, more about and a lot more about that after the break. A lot more. All right, we'll be right back. Well, we are back. And, oh, hi! And and the sexy things that were said during the break, uh, you could only get if you join our network later on. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for DVD extras. Yes, exactly. Um, let's talk politics. Um, I'm curious because you're uh, a Republican. Yeah, no. <laughs> you are in a way on Twitter and through your work. Uh, in a way, the your points of view align very well to the millennial sort of politics it seems to me from what I watch interesting so you're kind of the Peter Pan I suppose of that <laughs> world. Um, is that not true I don't know I wouldn't I wouldn't venture to speak for them I, I um, well they like Bernie and they like Elizabeth and they like you know a lot of very very non-centrist but here's here's the thing that I re and I really believe this this country has been pulled so far to the right over the last 30 years that that Elizabeth Warren actually is a centrist. Okay. If you, if Elizabeth Warren's platform had been presented in 1976, mm -hmm. it would have seemed. I mean, it wasn't that different than Jimmy Carter's platform. Jimmy Carter is not is not a lefty. Right. He's not a socialist. Um, and uh, so I think we're we are so out of whack. We've we have let we have ceded so much ground. To, to the conservative right from a, the combination of sort of the corporate oligarchy and uh, the religious and the sort of Christian fascists that 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 the playing field is is off that that we're you know so the center line is like the center line is, yeah. is the center line's three yeah, quarters yeah, yeah. of the way down the right, field now right. and that's so so to me when you actually look at her plans in the scope of sort of democratic history, the, the democratic republic that we live in, in the scope of that history, where Warren is, is actually very, very near the center mm -hmm. of, of that. And when you ask anybody 
do you believe in X? Do you believe in Y? Do you believe in Z? Do you think that people who make over a billion dollars a year ought to pay their, you know, pay pay a little bit more, pay a little bit more? They they overwhelmingly say yes. Mm -hmm. They overwhelmingly agree. The problem is we've been we've let um, we've let the GOP over the past 30, 40 years frame these issues differently. They mm -hmm. framed them as an attack on things. Right. They framed them as the Democrats are coming to take things away from you. They framed them as things to be afraid of. And so they they cast this kind of pall over everything, mm -hmm. which changes the narrative. But They've been brilliant at it. I, it's it's disgusting and it's heartbreaking and we're feeling the effects of it. But uh, but all credit to them that they, they played a dirty game and they've, they're winning. I think she is such a brilliant senator and I kind of want her to stay there. I know that's a horrible thing to well, say. Well, we need to take the Senate back one way or another. So I know. I just I, I, but I don't I think, think she'll end up in the if, – if a Democrat wins, I, whether it's her – whether she's the president or not, I, I, I think she will end up as Secretary of the Treasury or something like that. Like I think, she'll, I think she'll her. be in the cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's become such a major player yeah. that anybody kind of trying to reconcile that playing field is going to have to do something with her, whether she gets the nomination or not. I, 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 don't, I don't think she'll still be a senator. What if we end up with Uncle Joe? Mm. Look, I'll campaign for Uncle Joe too. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think he's a bad human being. No, he's a wonderful man. I, um, I find it very troubling the sort of like I would consider a Republican vice president. I think Republicans are going to have a an awakening once Trump is out of office. I am, you know, I, I, I you know, saying to saying to wealthy donors like nothing's going to fundamentally change. Something needs to fundamentally change. This country is on the cliff, and we are leaving. Far too many people behind. Right. It's so I, that I find that very uninspiring. And and I know there are people who keep saying like Elizabeth is the next Hillary, like where she's gonna she's gonna face the same challenges that Hillary did. And we're gonna lose. I actually think Biden's the next Hillary. So when we come back, we're gonna talk to Peter a little bit more about his childhood and dating boys in high school. We have that in common. We're back. We are, don't do that. You've got to give me a high sign that we're coming back. But I was just about is, to say something. But I do because I, I love your angry Does anybody banter. remember um, Vanya on 42nd Street, that yes. movie? Yeah. And how they were, how the actors were all like, they got off the subway and they went there and then all of a sudden they're at the craft service table and they're all, and then all of a sudden before you know it, you realize that we're into the Chekhov. Uh -huh. uh, it was so good. And that's what it's like on this show. Yeah. It's like you're you're having a little like off, off yeah. air banter and then all of a sudden Johnny's like, we're back. And you're like, ah! <laughs> Sorry. That's exactly it. He yeah. does it to me every fucking, oh. I have, I have, I have a. Before we dive into your childhood, I have a question I didn't ask during the segment about uh, your movie. How hard did you try to cast queer actors? In Re really, really hard. And and Jake is Jake is openly openly gay. Oh, great. Um, uh, I tried really hard. I wanted I wanted to make sure that at least one of the boys was openly gay. It was super important to me. Nico's not, and Jake. Um, is. Yeah. I, I don't want to speak. For, no, no, no. For I mean, he's Jake, out. Jake is out. Jake yeah. is out okay. publicly. Cool. Um, I didn't uh, see. I didn't know that. Um, uh, and I wanted uh, to make sure there was a person of color, uh, which Nico is, and um, and I wanted to make and I needed to make sure that some people were at least a little bit recognizable because yeah. that's what you have well, to have yeah, to get a movie is, made. So it was a real like it, with my three leads that was a real it was a real like puzzle. Yeah, but um, but February we got it done and really really well. Come soon they're now. so good, you guys. I can't wait. So, the movie is so sweet and so charming. And I love the trailer. It, exactly. Thank you. And tell uh, us where exactly the time, day, and and. 
it uh, is, uh, channel, I guess uh, they call it. I don't know. It, it, it is, it is yeah. channel. Uh, it's on Freeform and Hulu February 15th. Oh, both. I love that. Yes. Great. So it'll be on Hulu for a while. But it, but but watch it quickly because that, that first chunk of days is when decisions get made about what viewers value. And if watch viewers it. show up, viewers show up to to watch something. They that's a that sends a big message. And this is this is a movie that I longed for for you know twenty years mm-hmm. wow. from from back from when I sitting in the theater and watching Pretty Woman on a Friday night, mm-hmm. like having to translate and imagine that Richard Gere was showing up at my apartment. Um, you know, I I have wanted this movie to exist, and and it does, and it makes me really really proud. Wow. I love that so much. So speaking of you know, being a kid watching Pretty Woman, you grew up poor, you said? Uh, I did. I did. I mean, my uh, my parents divorced before I was two, and um, I lived with both of them for periods of time. My dad sort of worked his way up the corporate insurance ladder, um, and my mom, uh, my mom was a social worker and, you know, and changed careers a few times and started social service programs. So there was there were long periods. There were many periods of time when my mother particularly did not have a lot of money. Mm. And um, so I, I yeah, I grew up I grew up not not with a ton. Mm. Why um, were you going back and forth? Where they they. It's too much to get into, really. Okay, they, they, I, I lived with both of them for a time. They, you know, they were young. They were. My mom was twenty six when I was born. My dad was twenty four, wow. and so you know, which back then was perfectly normal. Now, to us, at least on the, at least in the big cities, feels yeah. like wow, they they were so young. And and knowing, you know, I'm twice that age now, and I still <laughs> feel like how how do you how does one raise a human being? Um, so you know, they were. I was just like I. They. I was close to both of them. They both wanted me around, so I would go back and forth for. I was you know school year with one, summer with the other one, and then we sort of flipped it um, when I hit eleven. Did you like the variety, or was it hard? I mean, uh, I we moved a lot. I went to I don't know seven different schools before Ooh, I graduated high school. That's kind of rough. Um, uh, it just is what I knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, it certainly had its challenges, but it also, I think, super duper influenced who I became in the world. I became an acute observer of human behavior because I would go like, you know, fifth, fourth and fifth grade, I went to a Montessori private school in Glen Cove, Maine, where literally, literally for literature, my in fifth grade, it was me and one other kid sitting down with the principal in her kitchen reading um, Animal Farm and the Communist Manifesto. Oh, my. Literally. The next year- No wonder you love Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> ne- <laughs> shut up. The next year, uh, the next year I was um, in Birmingham, Alabama at an old world prep school called the Altamont School where we wore jackets and ties and stood up when an adult entered the room. <gasps> I would used to call my teachers by their first name and then all the, I, it was like you, you couldn't have had two more different experiences wow. and I loved them both. They both brought value and so So I'm going to I'm going to say you're probably pretty uh, adaptable and very you yeah. I'm a I'm a uh, keen observer of of human behavior for survival. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, what what are the social codes here? Right. What are the social mores here? How do I you know fit in? I will never forget. I called my 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 best friend at the prep school. I called her mother by her first name because I had called all my parents' friends by their first names, and she like laughed and she was like, oh oh. And fortunately, she was from they they were from the north, so they had not like like they weren't. She wasn't offended, right? But she was like, just so you know, Peter, you'll do better. Off if you if you you know at the very least put a miss or something in front of it. 
I, I was Patricia. I was best friends with my high school English teacher, yeah. and I I hung out with her, and she's still a dear friend of mine. I talked mm. to her once Is a month. Is that true? Yeah, I, best I, friends. Like I I took her to our no, I took oh. her to my my tenth uh, for you our tenth year to reunion to the reunion. <laughs> no, I took her to our reunion as my oh. date. Yeah, oh, that's and very everyone was sweet. like, "This is so kinky." Um, <laughs> were you out in in high school? Uh, I started coming out in high school. I I came out to a few friends. I did start dating boys in high school, and and I you came did. Out sort of, I did. That's pretty brave because back was, then people were not doing that. Where were you in high school? Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh. Ooh, that is brave. Raleigh, though, Raleigh, uh, it's, it's the it's South, but Raleigh is a. Uh, yeah. Raleigh's beautiful. Oh, God, it's beautiful. Raleigh's a good town. The whole, and the, there's. Raleigh's a little bit of an anomaly in that state, in that there's three like world class universities. It's right. like Austin in Texas. It's yeah. a very progressive, right. um, uh, you know, cool vibe. I, it was a great place to go to high school. And everyone, by the way, everyone I went to high school with, they went away to college and they came back. Because right. it's a great place to live and raise kids and all that stuff. If I had not. If I weren't gay and had not wanted to be in Hollywood, I, I probably would still be there. We both grew up uh, high school in the eighties, right? Yep. AIDS epidemic, big time. Sure. I mean, I mean that was terrifying. We were, as you know, coming out. I was just like coming into my sexuality, and yeah, all of a sudden too. it was like, oh, you're gonna die. Yeah, you're if you if you fuck anybody, you're if gonna you, die. Yeah. yeah. Looking at, at the stuff going on in the community today, I just want to say to people like we didn't march on Washington and act up and fight AIDS for all of those years so that you could fucking destroy your life with meth. That's right. Like, um, What do you think are the things going on in our community right now? Because I feel like there's like a, with all the crazy Trump shit and all the immigration issues and global warming and now we're allowed to get married, I feel like I'm not quite sure where we stand as gay people, right? Like what what are, what? They are walking back our rights as fast as they can. They're okay. chipping away at them. They're not doing it in a big, bold move. No, they're not they're challenging not. They're not going to challenge the decision on marriage equality. They're going to make religious exemptions right. so people don't have to honor marriage equality. Uh, They're going to that's that's and that's always been the plan. Yeah, and it's the same thing with abortion. They're right. going to make religious exemptions so that that the whole notion of religious liberty, the way that it's being wielded by the by the far right, it's not it's not you're free to to, to worship. It's you are not free right. from Christianity. Are you an atheist? I'm not an atheist. No, I am I'm not an atheist. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, um, I guess you, I something, something between a spiritualist and an agnostic. Yeah, I was that for a long time too. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I know that when I, um, uh, when I believe, when I choose to believe, whether it is true or not, my life works better. When I choose to believe that there's a power greater than me in the world, my life works better. Some sort of That's, order, as it were. Not yeah. even order. I don't. I don't know that I. I certainly don't believe that there is a force that decides who wins football no. games and who wins Oscars. I don't, or the Grammys. Like I just don't You're think anybody is. cares. I mean, if you can. it's called advertising dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but well, there, there yeah. you go. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but I. But I. Uh, I do believe that there is some force from which we come to, to which we will be returned. And I don't think it's ego. Like, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be walking around on a cloud going like, hey, I miss, I miss Johnny and, and Tara, you know? It, I think it's going to be, yeah. um, I, I just think that there's, I believe in the law of physics, that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So this thing, we have this, this spark, right, that mm -hmm. is our soul, that is our humanity, it has to go somewhere. All right. Well, um, we're going to take a wee break, and when we come back, we're going to play a little game. 
All right. Wow. Oh, there's more. There's you another love segment. Games. There's like a little quick. Oh my goodness. Goodness. We don't tell yeah. people Great. about All that right. segment. And uh, just I just want to say again before the break, the thing about Harry on Freeform and Hulu, February fifteenth. I, I will be it watching is, it live. It is the. I will be watching. It is Do you want to watch it together? Sure. It is my anniversary. With Kyle, who so, cares? Um, oh, well. You can, uh, you can sit in the middle. What says anniversary <laughs> more than me? What, what says anniversary more than you than watching? Is a, it Tara or Tara? It's Tara. Tara, I'm, I apologize. I, I didn't. I did. I had it, and then I lost it. And that's I guess, okay. I'm sorry. I think it's the perfect Valentine uh, po- or mm-hmm. day after Valentine date. Sure. Watch your movie. Make a little dinner at yeah. home. Do you guys mind me getting there? Are you the? Are you the? <laughs> top I was like, the, it's you, been 75 years. I don't you, give a shit. You know, I was there the first night. Thing. No, stop it. Really? Yeah. Not in the room. Not in the room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> were you were you holding That's the towel? Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Towelette? <laughs> I'm that I'm that very all right, sexy all right. note. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, we're back. Yeah. And we, better than ever. Mm, and we're here Baby with, got back. We're, we're here with Patter Page. See, I did that because he called me Tara. Oh, um, uh, wow. She's wow. so By the vindictive. way, for years the TV guide used to come to um, to Miss Petter Page. <laughs> oh, Miss Petter Page for yeah, years. That years be your came. drag name. No, no, no. I have no. I have many drag names, and that's not give, one of give them. Give us a couple. Well, Anhedonia is is my favorite. But it's, you have to explain that one. Um, well, Anhedonia. Anhedonia is the condition of being in, unable to experience joy. And so I've always just want to create this this drag queen who's just like, oh look, it's the gays. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well. Oh, zero percent body fat. How exciting for you! Like, just is just done with all of it, all the gayness. Can you please work um, on that act for us? Sure, I, I want to. Sure. I would go. I go see go a show see with that. Anadonia. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but also my 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 much more fun drag personality is Polly Amory. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's dirty. She, she's dirty. She looks like the Little Mermaid. Yeah. She has bright red hair, and yeah. she will lift up her skirt to show you her fish. And we'll fuck a tree, <laughs> right? She'll fuck a shrub, whatever. Polly, Amory. Polly, she's like in it a... for everything. Those are my those are my two favorite drag uh, names. Mine is Chloe Ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My, okay, oh, so anyway. we got a little game here. Okay, just, we know you love games. It's I, called. Yes. Oh, what's the game called? Hold on. It's called Hold On. No. Shut up. <laughs> it's called Shut Up. Yeah, I could do we it all could day. We could do this all night. Um, <laughs> It's called Lil Did You Know. It's L- L- Lil like Did You Know. Okay, Lil yeah. Did you know. So you, you take right. your little hand in that pumpkin. You pull I, out I mean, uh, Mr. Jackalander, do I have consent to stick my hand in your hole? You yes, sure you do. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow. He speaks in stereophonic. All right. Do I read this? Yeah, you no. read it and then you answer it. Oh, my favorite moment directing. Oh, God, I have so many, you guys. Directing is such a joyful, joyful experience for me. You ask anybody, like, me behind the monitor is just, I'm just like, I'm like in the scene and I'm living and I'm crying uh-huh. and I'm laughing. And I, anytime, anytime an actor, anytime it's just sort of, it comes together right there while you're rolling in, you know, I have a big theory about directing that it's like cooking bacon. Where you know how when you're making bacon, if you wait till the bacon is done to take no, it off I know the heat, cook. you know I don't either. But I do know this about bacon. That. I do know this about yeah. bacon. If you if you wait till the bacon is done to take it off the heat, it is burnt. It will burn. Right. You it you it's still going to keep cooking in the grease and it will it will be burnt. 
So you have to get it off the heat well before it's done. And that is how I feel about directing for camera. You can't over-rehearse. You can't know everything that's going to happen. You can't have solved the whole equation. You have to know the direction you're headed. You have to be ready. And you have to be armed with everything, with the circumstances, with the dialogue, with all of the stuff that you have in your arsenal. But you can't have solved the problem until the camera's rolling. Right. And those are my favorite moments directing. Pick one, is when Give me oh, one. Fuck, Just one. So it doesn't have to be your favorite favorite. Um, uh, like from the last movie? Sure. Um, there is, there's a scene, um, there's a scene where one of them ambushes the other one. And it is the most unabashedly romantic, um, you know, wholesome kind of queer moment um, mm. that I've ever seen on film. And it's exquisite. And I'm so, 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 so proud of it. Oh, I can't wait. Um, we love you, Peter Page. I love you guys. Thank you. This has been an absolute, absolute pleasure. Please come back any anytime. Anytime sure. you got you know to plug up to your do, ass though? when what? one of us is on vacation or oh yeah, working. will you fill in? Sure, yeah. I'd right. be happy to. I'd be honored. Watch him, I... watch him steal our fucking oh, without show. Oh, a doubt. That this is such over, not a good Tara. idea. You're fucked. Oh, it would be me, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Peter. You're the smartest, you funniest guy I know. Oh, that's that. Thank you. That's and I'm waiting for you to true, cast me in one of your fucking shows. I, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. Someone's a little busy. You know. I'm a little busy, the, but I'm a veil. Lighting up the universe. Your yeah. tech veil with honey. his Borgian. Yeah. My Borgian. <laughs> it's gonna hit soon. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Are you? I'm so happy for you, and I'm it just. It's made me. It's honestly every social media post, every convention, every press tour thing I just am I'm overjoyed for you thank you honey I appreciate it I'm really glad to see I you I am too kind of you're bitter without a doubt <laughs> <laughs> alright guys like her coffee <laughs> don't forget to watch the thing about Harry yay freeform, freeform. February 15th and Hulu and Hulu, and very, Hulu. very important. Hulu, yes, that's that's where. People but watch it the thing. first few days. Yes, okay. do don't miss it. And I promise you, it's it is it, it it's 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 so it just feels so good. It, it's one of those things. It's just gonna take you away for have 90 viewing minutes. parties. I love I love stuff like that. So have viewing. Well, parties. maybe we'll have you over if you're not busy, and we can. He'll watch be it busy. Together. You'll be busy. I'll, I'll be busy that night probably. Right. But so wow. I, I, he said no to a viewing party at my house. What else? It's also date night could, for our anniversary. It's also drinks. <laughs> oh, it's a sex party. So, you know, just oh, dear God. whatever you want ah! to. Uh, uh, all right. I love you guys. Thank well, you. It's thank been an absolute you. pleasure. Bye. Bye. Wow. I just love him. <laughs> I know. Try playing games with him, though. He is a bitch. He will well, cut sweetie, a bitch. I'm sure that you're not. I'm very oh, nice when I play pops. games. Oh my god! Shut the fuck up, Tara. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, we love Peter. We do love Peter. He's very handsome too. I find him. I little... know you. 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 You were looking at him all kind of like high school girlish. You know he's a gay, right? He's not gonna go for you, girl. Whatever. <laughs> um, no, I totally. I totally have. Well, he's very like. You, you watch and listen to him, and you go. It makes total sense that you're selling shows in a room and like he probably walks into a room and people are like, sure, whatever you want, because he's so confident. He's confident about his ideas. He's confident about his work. And it's refreshing to see that. Yeah, I love it. And I just I think he's he's aces and he's super smart. And he's got, did you hear it? He's got a movie coming out. Not that we, Not we that did we, we mention to, it? No, I don't, I don't think, think we, we talked about. What, like 45 times? The thing about Harry? 
the thing about Harry, February 15th on Freeform. It look. Have you seen the trailer? You know, that's the thing I say when I put my pants down. The thing about Harry. Get it? Never mind. Uh, have I seen the trailer? Don't give me that deadpan <laughs> look. It doesn't read. Uh, she's giving me this horrible deadpan look that does not read on you radio. You know what? I'm going to start doing that. It's not, first of all, it's not radio, honey. Uh, I'm going to start doing that deadpan look. I'm just going to I think you I'm need to narrate it, when you do it. Yeah. yeah. Deadpan look. Deadpan look. Anyway. Um, either the, that or we need to start getting sound effects. The thing about Harry. The thing about Harry. Premiering this week. On Freeform. Yes. February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. And he asked that we watch it live, so make it work. Yeah, guys, please make it work because it's important for for programming like this. It is. You know? They need to know people are watching. And, and what's important about it is with queer programming, people need to know that people are interested in seeing these stories. So... All right. Well, I'm really excited because the trailer is absolutely friggin' adorable. Um, speaking of friggin' adorable, you, me, me. <laughs> both of us, <laughs> just us. Well, we'll we'll we won't see you next week, but we will be in touch next week when we drop our new podcast on Tuesday. Tuesday is good news day. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. See you next Tuesday, Tara. See what I did there. <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> I'm so funny. Deadpan. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.